being an algorithm engineer that's in your in your blood that's in your uh, you know it's 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 something about about uh, um trying to solve hard problems right and uh, and just you know understanding them really well and then finding a solution welcome to 20 minute leaders just sit back relax and learn from the leaders of today it's a journey each one is different unique inspiring let's get started 20-Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J-Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J-Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Ronan Dar, welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Thank you so much for being with me today. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me. Good to be well, here. Happy to speak it's, to you. Great to have you here, Ronan. Uh, you are a co-founder and CTO of an incredible company, RunAI, uh, which huh. I'm very, uh, very excited to be here. Um, the last time I saw you, you were speaking to myself and to a group of other um, folks from 8200 in, in our group, 8200 for Startups, which I think we were hosted in your offices, if I remember correctly, or with Telly Partners or some some constellation okay. which was a very which was very really cool because i got into this world of ai and you as an algorithms engineer uh, together with the co-founded a really cool company that's taking the ai revolution to another level and really harnessing a lot of the beautiful aspects of what it is and and so i'm excited to dive into both your world and that of run ai and and take it from there so again thank you very very much for for being here tell me a little bit about you as an algorithms engineer where what is it what is your relationship with algorithms in general from a, I guess, an engineering perspective? Oh, wow. You're taking me a long time ago. Uh, that's, you know, I started my career as an algorithm engineer. So, you know, a, a lot, of, a lot has happened since I was, I was an algorithm engineer, but being an algorithm engineer, that's in your, in your blood, that's in your, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's something about, about, uh, um, trying to solve hard problems, right? And, uh, and just, you know, understanding them really well and then finding a solution. So I started my career in, in Anopad. First, it was first in, in Intel. I was like a student in Intel. But first, my first like full-time uh, job was, was in Anobit. Anobit was, uh, maybe you heard about uh, in Anobit. Anobit was amazing, amazing startup. Udi um, uh, Weinstein was the CEO and founder of, uh, of, uh, of Anobit. He came from Tel Aviv University. He was a professor for electrical engineering in, in Tel Aviv. He's an amazing person. I, I, I get to know him really well. So he started around uh, Anobit and, and, and I was working there in the algorithm group. So we built, you know, sophisticated algorithms for with co- uh, uh, coding and uh, an algorithm for, uh, for, for, for getting bits out of storage systems and just decoding them in an efficient way, in a smart way. And, and that, you know, those days were really, really fun. I saw like how you start a company, how you build it, how you scale it. And then the company was, was then sold to uh, Athel. So it was Athel's first acquisition here in, uh, in Israel. Um, we were, I think, 200 employees when Athel bought us. And now, now there are I think uh, more than 1,000 employees here in, uh, in Aptos Development Center. Wow. You know, they bought more startups here in Israel. They hired a lot of more, 
more people and, and really they're doing amazing stuff in this development center. They're building hardware, they're building software solutions. They are in the iPhones, in the Apple watches, you know, Macs, everything. It's, it's really, it's like, it was a big, big, big success. And I started there. I saw like how it is, how it is to be in a, in a, in a, in a startup, scaling that startup. I remember those days that that was, that was fun for me as an algorithm engineer. Yeah, but wow. I learned, uh, learned a lot over there. And so the transition from an algorithms engineer to co-founding your own company, where, where was that leap from an entrepreneurial perspective for you? I mean, listen, I, 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 I'm, I did it. I was an algorithm engineer and, and it wasn't a move from Anobi to, 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 a, as a, to a founder of a startup. And during my time in Anobi, I also, I also did my master's in Tel Aviv University, and afterwards I also did my PhD. So in parallel of me being in Arabic, um, I needed like more, more challenge, like academic challenge. And so I went to the, to the academia and I've been there for many years and I did my PhD in information theory. And information theory is, a, you know, it's a, it's a whole very complex theory on, on how to get information out of data. Um, and, and I did my PhD there, so I was, I was, I was doing both industry and academia. And after, after my PhD, when I graduated, I moved to the States. I did my postdoc, actually. So I've been in New Jersey. I did my postdoc in, in Bell Labs in New Jersey. <laughs> and only then I came back to Israel to start running AI. So that's, that's the journey that I, I took until starting running AI. So, yeah, Very so cool. And, and, and so what, what was the world... What was the world that you were living in uh, prior to starting Run AI that led to sort of your understanding of what's happening in the uh, in the algorithm space in the AI world, which which brought to the which brought life to to Run AI as a company? Yeah, yeah, and you know, as an algorithm engineer and, and as I you know in my PhD studies, I learned how to to dive deep into problems, right? In your PhD, you have to do that, right? You, you're going, you're, you're taking on a problem and you want to solve it. And to solve it, it's supposed to be a, a difficult problem, a complex problem. And, and you must dive into the problem, really understand that well, the problem, and, and, and come up with a solution and that solves that problem. So in my PhD, I really understood well how to deep dive into problems. And it was amazing. It was something that I took with me uh, afterwards. And, and when we started running AI, for me, it was really important to find a problem that, that is complex and that we can solve, you know, with, with technology, with deep, with deep technology. And I think before we started running AI, uh, both me and Omri, my co-founder, um, we started from a black page, essentially. Like everything was possible from from our uh, perspective. Like we we went, uh, we wanted to choose what we were gonna want to. We knew we want to build a, a startup, a company, but you know what we want to do that was open, and and we looked for a problem to solve. And I think one of the first things that we noticed and we uh, and we studied is is a, the AI space. It was in twenty seventeen. And AI deep learning started to emerge back then. And for us, we really felt that AI is, is real and it's going to change the world. It's like a big, big revolution. It's a new technology with new ca amazing capabilities that for sure will change the world in, in so many aspects. And 
the first decisions, decision that we got is just to be in that AI space, to be part of that revolution, to help change the world um, with AI. And, 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 and we wanted to be there. We knew there will be opportunities that will open for us and there will be problems to solve. So that was our first decision. We want to be in the AI space and, uh, and we want to look for the problem that we want to solve. So we started like that, I guess. Mm. And so and then looking became, at, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, then it became more, more, you know, more, uh, more complex on finding the problem. And but, um, I, I, I like to speak about finding the problem that we want to solve when you're starting a company. And that's like the most important thing, I think. And uh -huh. it's, it's, it's finding a problem that someone experience in the day to day and and understanding what the problem, the, the different aspects of the problem, how did the persona experience that problem in, in how, how, what's the different tools, the different solutions that are out there that can, might maybe solve the problem. So understanding every aspect of the problem and what surrounds that problem is really, really important. And, and we did it in, in Run AI. It took us a lot of time, and, but, but it was beneficial afterwards. And what was the, the big overarching pain point that you saw that, that engineers have or that algorithm researchers have when it comes to their, their work that you as an orchestration platform figured that you could make a difference there? Listen, when we started Run AI and the first idea was that we wanted to shrink the time it takes to train AI models, to run those AI, AI workloads. Well, our first idea was, was that if we could shrink the time it takes for researchers to train models, then it would be amazing. Because, because if an, a model that can be trained in two weeks could be trained in like two hours, then data scientists and researchers could maybe train the same model on more data and do more computation or, or train a bigger model with more parameters, more complex model that can solve maybe even a better, a, a more complex problem. And they could, could get more out of it, right? So if we could shrink the time it takes to train models, the data scientists and researchers will find a way to get it back to, you know, to, to long time, but, but they could train bigger models, solve more complex problems, get better accuracy, better performance. So that was the initial idea. And that we started with, we raised money and we raised from TLV partners in 2018, we raised $3 million um, from Rona and Rona Segev. And, and we started there, but, but when we started, we saw that that's not really a, a problem that researchers experience in their, their day to day, right? It's like they have so many problems, other problems, much simpler problems about, you know, relating to infrastructure, to running the Jupyter notebooks, uh, things related to data and so many problems that are not related to just shrinking the training time. So, <laughs> and, and for us, that's when we met the market, when we met people, that's something that we realized quite quickly that, that uh, we need to change. We need to change the problem that we want to solve. And, 
And and we did that in the first year. I think it took us time. It took us time to understand that um, uh, we need to change. Um, but it was one of the things that we did is is speaking to people a lot. So we worked quite a lot on on getting meetings with data scientists, with researchers, with with IT people, with DevOps people that help researchers. So we just worked a lot on on creating meetings with a lot of people, just trying to understand their world, their day to their day to day, the problems that they experience. Let's dive, if you will, into the researchers as a as a as a sort of a community. And we'll, you know, imagine a traditional researcher wherever in the world working on any problem, whether it be as a part of a group or or individually. What is their what is their pain point today in their ability to get a high end production grade machine learning algorithm to the market? And yeah, so you know I think if we look in, in perspective of infrastructure. Right, compute resources. So researchers really depend on on the compute power that they get to train their models and so on. Uh, they can spend a lot of time on data, on manipulating data, on cleaning data, and doing you know most of their time will go on that, just you know problems relating to that. But when they get to the point where they start train models, then they also depend on the amount of computing power that they can get access to. And and then you know what we understood that researchers don't really want to deal with infrastructure with computers just want to run their jobs and that's it and get you know just train their models iterate experiment very fast and so it really collided with us that we really wanted to do things relating to infrastructure to compute power right that's our expertise we wanted to bring technology to that area so. Quickly, we realized that the people that we we find a, a, a joint language was the IT persons, the 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 platform engineers who were building platforms and infrastructure for the AI teams. They had problems with infrastructure. They had problems relating to how to orchestrate uh, compute, how to orchestrate GPUs, how to allocate GPUs, how to manage and make the most out of their infrastructure. And, and and just serve it to the researchers and 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 uh, and data scientists. So, so we that's what that's the problem that we solve essentially on on orchestrating compute resources for AI, getting the most out of them, giving tools for platform engineers to manage and to allocate those resources very easily and and efficiently. Mm-hmm. And, and then. And then you know the end users are the data scientists, the researchers who are actually running their job, training models, maybe deploying models, and consume those computer resources. And so, if we're looking at what ended up being most useful for for these researchers as they as you started working with them, you know, letting them work with your platform, what were really the tools that you discovered were really the the what it, the really the enablers that unblocked them, or the the tools that really provided them the most value in reaching good, high quality models? What what were really the 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 high moments in your platform that gave them that experience? Um. So that's a good question, and and you know, 
the, the tools that we gave them is just tools that abstract the, the infrastructure. Just letting them get access to computers as, as, as fast as possible. Once they're running the, the, the models, they're training, they're training the models, then it's, it's a different story. It's, a, it's just the, the, the tools that they need there is more like MLOps tools. MLOps tools relating to experiment management, like tracking and the results of experiments and uh, visualizing the results, you know, storing them, getting access to, to those parameters. So experiment tracking, experiment management, visualization tools, those are things that are really important for data scientists, but um, we, we're not providing such tools, just to, to be clear. We, we're, we're, we're like integrating with other tools that provide those tools, for those like MLOps tools that we integrate with. And we're, we're coming more from the on the infrastructure angle and, and, and we'll help, help platform engineers to integrate different MLOps solutions, different MLOps tools like experiment management and others. Um, and, and so we help them integrate those tools very easily and, and, and then researchers can use them in a, in a simple way. And then awesome. Right. And, so, and I think, you know, when it comes, and it really depends also on, on which, where the organization is, right? There, that we see, we work with a lot of organizations. We're working with big banks, with, um, with uh, uh, big automotive companies, you know, they're doing a lot of AI. And we have healthcare customers, uh, gaming, and gaming, there are amazing new stuff going on, right? With, uh, with generative AI and computer vision. Uh, we have several customers there, you know, EDU. So it really depends on the type of the company and where they are at this at their stage of the AI journey. And the simple, you know, there are the advanced users that do more advanced things uh, and, and they need more advanced tools. And they are like simple, more simpler, like citizen data scientists. Well, um, we need simpler, simpler tools. Yep, makes sense. And so if we're fast forwarding uh, with the nature of these 20 minute conversations, we have to fast forward, unfortunately, sometimes when we First. get to, to today, four, more than four and a half years later, where, where, where are we at today with, with the run AI? Oh, yeah. Well, now isn't <laughs> yeah, I, I told you it's a fast forward. I, did, I wasn't then, joking. <laughs> uh, we've been so for so much in this four and a half years. Wow. So much. I think like, you know, the first year for us was about uh, exploring, exploring the initial idea and exploring the market and, and getting and, and really understanding the problem that we want to solve, the problem around orchestrating uh, infrastructure and computer resources. So that, I think it took us a year, right? That's, that's a lot of time. It took us a lot of time to, to understand the problem that we want to solve. But once we understood it, we understood it really well and we knew how we want to solve the problem also technology-wise and product-wise and so on. But I think that was the first year um, we pivoted, right, to, to solve that problem, to solve that problem for the, the new persona, the infrastructure, platform engineers, not data scientists. Those are like the main personas for us right now. Um, I think then we had, we had a period of time of, of building the product, taking it to the market, and really start understanding uh, how, to, how to sell it, right? how to go on a meeting with a customer, present a demo, uh, is this, uh, 
talk about uh, the product, talk about the solution, really touching the problem of the, the users, the, the, the prospects, then it took time, right? It, it took time and, and that's, we, we did that, right? We had our first customers really felt the product market fit, right? The, the traction from the market. They really felt that people loved the product when they, when, when they start playing with it, right? And there was a period of time of, right? We got to, I think, to 1 million ARL, uh, $1 million ARL. We scaled beyond that, right? That's another period of time. And going from one million to ten million dollars, they are then you know from ten million dollars to one hundred million dollars, they are that's a, a totally new story. This, but I think every 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 time period in in our company was totally different. The challenges were different, and our interactions with people was so different. And and you know me and we if we look at uh, if I look on on myself, really we changed along that four years. Four and a half years, very, very much. And I, you know, I can speak a lot on, on every every period of time that we had. Um, so that's yeah. And nowadays, we're, nowadays we're, we're scaling. Now, nowadays we we the the go to market is established, and we, it's all about growth and back more. You know, we need to do next. We're planning next year, twenty twenty three, right now, and so we need a, we need to have like a, amazing multipliers next year. We're talking about you know uh, some multipliers that uh, that make you think, right? Like um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's it's a challenge, right? You need to do much more on, for, of what we did until now. So we need to do like like four x, five x next year, right? That's that's crazy, like four x, five x for what we did until now, right? So that's a uh, that's a lot in terms of 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 building the pipeline, right? Bringing prospects and customers. And, and in terms of converting that pipeline with salespeople, training those people, those people, you know, the, the, so scaling the company. So a lot of challenges relating to that. Wow. Well, uh, really, Ronen, uh, this was so, such a fun conversation. Thank you so much for your time and your, uh, your insight. I loved going back to the beginning and understanding how you figured out the market and the landscape of these, these researchers and what they really need to provide the value the scale of run AI, we have so much in the middle to catch up on. So I'm already inviting you for, for some more episodes to do with me. So I, I appreciate your time and your, your insights and best of luck with this upcoming year, which sounds incredible. And <laughs> so uh, it'll be great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. 